Hello everybody, my name is Tanner, and I'm tired of the government screwing me over. What's up y'all, my name is TJ, and I don't know if we have a president or not. And this is Views views from the 615. (laughs) Thank you guys for joining us in our Bell Me section. Welcome. I mean, where we talk all politics and... All those other things that are just going on in our communities. It's crazy and pandemic. These are weird times to be in. It's very weird. But guess what? What we're doing? We're staying safe. Correct. We got our mask. Correct. And we got our hand sanitizer. And we're washing those hands as and much. We're, as, go ahead. I already know. We're also washing washing our ass. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so you know. <laughs> In today's episode, we want to really focus on how there are people who are wanting to help Americans and then those who are... Stand still. Yes, I guess that's the best. I couldn't find really words to describe (laughs) it because it's just insane out there. So many of you hopefully know this if you're keeping up with news but not like smothering yourself in news, that you know that... The Democrats have just recently passed a three trillion dollar, three trillion, yeah, three tr- <laughs> trillion, <laughs> three trillion dollar <laughs> relief fund um, for Americans, and that includes student loan forgiveness, which I am <gasps> very, very excited about. <laughs> I did read the details of that, and the student loan forgiveness is up to ten thousand dollars. Which that is a lot. It's of a lot, money. and that's. I mean, it's not going to cover everything, but it's going to cover it's a big cover chunk. Something. Yeah. And so I, I for one, am like, yes, we yes, need please. that. And another twelve hundred dollars stimulus check, which you know I would hey, never that turn that be down. Shit. I mean, it's our money, anyways. There it is. There you go. There Bleep. it is. So when it comes to the government and politicians, kind of like deciding where to go, we have a weird relationship. Like, I feel like America has a weird relationship with the government now. Because there's, I mean, there's people there that completely think that they believe in what the president is doing currently. And they think, oh, yeah, this is great. He's doing great things to protect Americans. But then at the same time, they are wanting to completely ignore the fact that they're putting people at danger. He's not a medical professional. He doesn't work for the CDC doesn't work for dr fauci i mean i just i there's so many ways to talk about that but it's just for i can say for both of us it's just crazy and the thing about it is is that there have been numerous politicians that have either served Mm -hmm. the american people or we're wanting to serve the American people that have spoken openly and freely as to why these politicians that are in office, for the most part, are not doing the correct job. They talk about testing and they talk about why it's so important, but yet politicians don't want to hear that. They want to revive the economy and get people on track to getting back to work and putting money back into the huge corporations Mm -hmm. and kind of going from there and sending relief to them. Now, we understand that people want to get back to work. A lot of people do. Mm -hmm. But also a lot of people don't want to go into an environment where there's no fucking medication. I don't understand why, why would you, for me, this is just strictly from TJ, why would you put yourself in a situation where you know you can get sick. Yeah. Why would you go into a restaurant? Why would you go into a public place with no mask All right. and put yourself at risk 
for getting this virus. And it is real. I'm, I'm tired of hearing people talking about, oh, you know, yo, you're, you're just thinking too much about it. No, bitch, people are fucking dying. What are you talking about? Let's quit with the pandemic YouTube videos and the conspiracy theories <laughs> and the 5G being the cause of this. Like, let's just go down to the fact that, like, this is all science-based that we're talking about on this side over here. We're actually talking about facts. Correct. We're we're not, like, making things up, unlike some of the stuff y'all are talking about. The pumpkin. The pumpkin. In office. Uh, <laughs> I thought someone had said the pumpkin was the cause, and I was like... No! I love me some pumpkins. Mm, come on, pumpkin. Anyways... Yeah, so there are so many conspiracy theories out there, and they've all been proven to be debunked, and they make no sense at all. And then I've had people that have shared with me saying, like, hey, like, take a look at this and tell me what you think, and let's chat about it. Let's have a discussion. I'm like, well, there's nothing to discuss because it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. If the numbers don't crunch, well, I'm not biting. And that's on poo. (laughs) (laughs) How would you feel to get another $1,200 and student loan forgiveness, though? Like, how I think me as an average American, that's something that could be like life changing for myself. So, what, what about you? Like, what is something that you think would be, you know? I think, I mean, financially, I am good. Absolutely. But guess what? That $1,200 can, you know, it can't hurt. <laughs> I would love, because. Here, here's the thing. If it just passed the House, mm-hmm. now that deal has to go to the Senate. Which we're all nervous about. We're all <laughs> nervous about because we it's know. It's going to get shut down. I think it's going to get shut down or it's going to get revised to just $1,200 and no student loan you know, money for any of us. Which, no, I do know there is some student loan forgiveness going out there for some of the like medical students who've maybe just which recently they graduated. deserve it. Absolutely, They're, I feel like if you are a medical student, a teacher, any a medical teacher, um, I'm, I'm sorry, a medical worker, a teacher, any of you guys, mm-hmm. you guys deserve forgiveness, especially for the ones that are just now getting out of medical school and, then and going on hit. the front lines. Yeah, that is crazy. They don't give you two, three weeks to just, oh, well, we'll decide. No, they're telling you, you got to be at the hospital tomorrow. Yikes. Not me. So I think this $3 trillion would help a lot of people. Now, it probably will get revised or just get canceled when it goes to the Senate. I'm hoping that some of the Republican senators will see, hey, America actually needs this because we're not wealthy like you guys. We don't get free health care like you guys. We're a little different. Yeah. In the worst way. Yeah. We're a little different. We're kind of, we actually work. We actually pay our taxes. Yeah. 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 Your taxes. Other people don't though. And they get They just, they don't get it because there's a sense of we should always, there's a lot of people that have a sense of we always should listen to our president. But that's not the case. This is, this is different. Mm -hmm. We have never... I'm not going to say never, but this situation should have never occurred in the first place. A pandemic of this sort should have never happened. There are way more things that he could be doing rather than tweeting about Obama. Well, tweeting like 80 times within five minutes and 
having a tweet out in the span of 24 hours that could go throughout like each minute of the day because of the amount of tweets that he's putting out there that number one make no sense but i can't see those tweets because i've blocked him on twitter so i don't know i don't really know what he's saying but i'm just hearing he's just talking shit that's well, it yeah, i mean there's that, nothing that's all he substance does there. there's no substance there's no like hey america we're gonna get through this like we're gonna just hold on tight be patient like we're working together no it's none of that yeah I haven't blocked him on Twitter because I just read his tweets and I'm just like, wow, what a dumbass. Yeah. It's just kind of it's like reading the, at this point. It's reading the synopsis before you get into like, you know, mm-hmm. the huge picture and I already know what I'm getting into. So I was like, you know, I'm good. Yeah. I'm gonna pass on that yeah. one. But yeah, this 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 relief that they're trying to pass I got my fingers crossed, you know, I'd love I would love for that to pass, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. On that at all. Because we're at the point where Anything can happen. Anything and, can happen. Yeah. 2020 has just been... Yeah. Has been the land of anything goes. Yeah. 2020. That's, Especially that's in our the government. Moment. Especially in the government. Yeah. And, you know, I always think back to the time of when I was proud of our government and the people that were running it. Yeah. I miss those days. I miss those days. And, you know... But... Election is coming up. It is. Election is coming up. So, guys, we need you to vote. Because I know me and Tanner are going to be voting. Absolutely. So, we need, we can, we have the power to change this. I know everyone is mentally just drained at this point and physically drained at this point, but we have to vote. If we want to, if we want change, we have to vote. We have to get out there and we have to put people in their place. We have to put the right people in their place. You know, when we decide to vote on people that have like a lot of common sense mm-hmm. and make great decisions mm-hmm. and seem like they have an idea of how things work, yeah. you know, that would be a time where I'm able to be proud of who is running the country. Like even the if governor. it's someone even if it's someone that I don't necessarily agree with politically, mm-hmm. like there still can be ways that I'm able to still respect them and say like, hey, like I don't really agree with everything, but there are some things where I'm like, okay, you at least have a little bit of sense of yeah. what you're doing. I mean, look at the governor of California, the governor of Andrew, what, Andrew Cuomo of New York. Look at them. Look how they're running those states, like the states with the highest populations of people. And they're saying, like, no, the stay-at-home order is still intact. Like, you are not leaving your house. Like, this is serious. People are Dying, or the mayor of Chicago, or the mayor of Chicago. I love her. She is amazing. Or the governor of Michigan. Mm-hmm. She literally told those people. She was like, "You're staying in your house." She's like, "I don't care if you want to go to restaurants. I'm not going to restaurants." She was like, "Some of these governors are, but I'm not." <laughs> Calling them out. Shade. <laughs> well, I wanted to kind of shift gears just a little bit but not by much that you know going back to talking about people that i'm proud of and Mm -hmm. like really thankful for that person would be obama obama was someone that i was able to look up to and Mm -hmm. i still look up to you know michelle obama just released her documentary on netflix which i have not watched yet either but i have to watch it because i've heard so many good reviews about it i'm very excited to watch that but i'm also like 
I'm looking forward to seeing like how his presidency has impacted her as well as a person. But Obama was really kind of like letting everybody know what what was up with coronavirus and what was going on. So I read from the New York Times, they tweeted this out and said, breaking news. More than anything, this pandemic has fully, finally torn back the curtain on the idea that so many of the folks in charge know what they're doing. This was Barack Obama who criticized U.S. leaders' coronavirus response in a virtual commencement speech, which is what he's doing for the class there. So, again, he's saying that this pandemic has really torn back the veil of our government and shown what it really is and what it's standing for and who they are standing with. And we know that so many people in these high offices are feeling it much more beneficial for them for them to get some sort of relief and supplies and testing on the regular compared to the people that they're supposed to be serving. Now, they are, again, please understand when we talk about government, especially when I talk about it, it's not that I'm saying I completely hate people that are in government or anything, but there are just ways for improvement. Like, I love people who care about other people. There are great folks out there who are doing the most that they can for their community. But when it comes from that person in the White House and you hear how they are representing the country, it's kind of like, I'm embarrassed to live here sometimes. Yeah. When other countries are shitting on us, like in Twitter, Instagram saying, oh, y'all guys are going through it. (laughs) I mean, I, (laughs) I just give up. I'm just like, yeah, we're going through it. Yeah. But just hearing President Obama, like, you know, when you used to hear him get on, get just come outside to the people, to the media, and be so polite. Now, I know there's sometimes where he just wanted to tell the motherfucker off, but he kept it professional. And just him talking just gives me hope that there are some people that have been in our government that will always have our back. I remember back when his biggest scandal was wearing a tan suit at one of his speeches. That was, if that was like the, I remember like literally it was on Fox News that they were like, Obama comes out in a tan suit. What do you guys think? I think it's disrespectful because he's not wearing a traditional suit. Look, Look at what you got now. There you go. There you go. And the fact that it's just, it's almost scary that the fact that our president is so obsessed with Obama, because he it's, it, it's, he, he knows what it, we know. It will. <laughs> he knows what we know. It's getting to the point where it's a little scary. It's like, why can't you keep that man's name out your mouth? But anywho, that's neither here nor there. It's because he realizes how much of a better president he is than him, and he wants to compare himself to him all the time and say, mm-hmm. "I'm so much better than him." Because da 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 da. It's not a competition. It's not his it's terms. It's not a competition. His term is already over. <laughs> He's moving on. He's got deals out the gate. And when people and hear his name. Deals. We're talking about Netflix, movies, Ooh, shows. Yes. Like, Production companies. Yes. He's going to be in. He's got that Netflix check coming already. And so yeah. it's like when people hear something about him or Michelle or anything with the name Obama. For the majority of Americans, they get excited. They do. Because they're like, oh my goodness, a, a fresh breath of fresh air. Every time he comes on with one of his Instagram videos or YouTube or just anything, and he's speaking, people are just like, thank God. 
he's reassuring, and I and I really do appreciate that about him. And so I'm it. asking for those who are listening now. This is why we talk about it so much: is making sure that you're registered if you've not yet. Like, please make sure you just go to vote.org, and it'll like give you all the information that you need if you've not yet registered. Um, registration should still be open for some of you. I don't know if it's for all of you yet, but we'll take another look at that. But yes. Go to vote.org and figure out how to register to vote because it's going to be essential for you to get involved with your elections, both global, well, not globally, but like national elections and your local elections as well, because it starts home and then works its way up. So mm-hmm. once you do your local elections, then it moves up to the higher and bigger ones. Well, uh, moving on to a deeper conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we spent a lot of time on this last week on our last episode of Bell Meet, and I just wanted to give an update on the Amont Arbery situation. Well, it's not even a situation. It's a killing. Mm-hmm. The two men that did the killing uh, have been arrested for murder. The third man has been taken in for questioning, and the DA is being investigated as well. So we are finding out more facts as we go. We will be keeping you guys updated, but again, this should have never happened. The whole, I think they said they were going to do an internal investigation on the whole police department in that county. Because they're so well known in the department there. Yeah, You know... The thing is, is that, like, you would think that it comes to a point where it it doesn't happen. Again. And, like, so quickly, but yet here we are talking about another individual who was senselessly killed um, by police in Louisville, Kentucky. Her name is Brianna Taylor. Mm-hmm. She was an EMT. Yeah. So she helped people. She was a that central was worker. Life. She was, yeah. And she lost her life, um, shot in her house or yeah. apartment. Yeah, shot in her, uh, her house by yeah. the by the police in Louisville. And they no thought they were in the right house. And she got up, and they just started firing, shooting. Ask questions later. Yeah, and they were in the wrong house. There's never a finger that's pointed to the individuals that are responsible for the injustices happening for the most part. Like I think about how the killer of Trayvon Martin is still like walking around freely right now. I don't know how the fuck that is, but there are cops that are still being given a check after Eric Garner, after Mike Brown. Like it's something that continuously happens. And yet I just don't understand how, and I look, I, I know there are really good cops that just want to help people out Absolutely. And we know we have bad seeds that are cops. I'm not against all police, but for me, I don't think anyone that hasn't... Do these police need... I feel like these police should go to a four-year, five-year training like doctors. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? For you to have a gun with you, to pull it out, to decide if someone is living or dying... I feel like you need to go to a training. You need to be in training for four or five years like these fucking surgeons. Because you coming out saying, oh, I want to be a police officer, but you don't have to. You only go to like a certain number of trainings a year. I just don't understand that. I feel like there should be a little bit more empathy and compassion when it comes to 
people that have a gun that are patrolling or that is supposed to work for us that we pay. I will never understand that. It just like it puts the level of trust in a really weird spot for yeah. for individuals that are constantly marginalized mm-hmm. by you know people that are supposed to protect us. Yeah. And like do what's best for us and you know a lot of times even myself and I've talked about this before with me being surrounded by a majority of white people growing up, it doesn't matter if I'm pulled over by someone or I'm being looked at suspiciously by someone because the first thing they see is the color of my skin, which again, like my skin is just, it's dark, but it's not really that dark, you know? So some mm-hmm. people can can look at me and think, oh, this is just like a very handsome man with freckles and, you know, that that's it. But then there are also people who look... I don't know. He looks a little suspicious. I'm mm-hmm. going to keep my eye on him. Yeah. And that is just an unfortunate thing that is happening time and time again in our country. But we go to Ahmad, who is out exercising, jogging, just in a neighborhood. Brianna Taylor, who is in her, her home. Minding her business. Minding her fucking business. Just wanted to be left alone. I mean, it, it's getting to a point where in this pandemic, everyone is stressed out. Everyone is mentally stressed out, mm-hmm. physically stressed out. It's getting to a point where people are mad. People are angry. People are not crying anymore about this. People want action. Yeah. And you keep doing this, it's going to set a tone for something that you don't want to happen. I think what's what's important is that we just learn to like keep each other accountable and mm-hmm. to... like take care of one another as well look out for each other but then also realize that like i always am the person who tries to find like positivity out of everything and it's hard to do that in these circumstances (laughs) like it's really hard to understand why someone is killed with really no reason at all they're not a threat to you right um you know thinking of ahmad like there have been videos that then have been released since his senseless killing and them showing videos of him like looking at a construction site in that neighborhood and them suggesting, oh, well, maybe this is the reason why he was deemed suspicious in that neighborhood. But then someone came back around and said, this is a construction site that's visited by numerous people and, and they provided videos, videos of numerous people that were providing building, the evidence. I mean, there. not building, but visiting that site. Correct. Numerous. They have numerous videos. So none of that matters. And that's the thing, like, regardless if if someone is doing something very minimal like that and it you deem like deserve hey, a, a life. It doesn't yeah, it doesn't deserve them being killed. If you have questions about that sort of thing, you could possibly ask, mm-hmm. but also don't think that you're the person to decide whether they live or die just exactly. because you think they look suspicious in your area. They're not harming you, they're not hurting you. It is something that just needs to be fixed and fixed immediately. And so that's why we're asking you again to be aware of your surroundings and be careful, be safe out there. And just again, like keep yourself in the know when it comes to like how to protect yourself if you're stopped by a police officer randomly Mm -hmm. or like how do you answer a door to somebody? Like if you need to install like a, like one of those doorbells in front of your house that's got like the camera on it like that's a really great thing to yeah use for resource because that records things so there's just a lot of great materials out there to utilize but and videotape videotape everything camera on your phone videotape it yeah so um 
it's really, for me, it's just frustrating that we have to... In 2020. Continuously talk about things like this, but also we don't want to ignore the fact that this, again, is still happening right. in 2020. So we're going to do everything in our power to find justice for things like this and speak about it in mm-hmm. our platform or on our platform. Right. And um, yeah, for anyone that has any thoughts or has any kind of different viewpoints or wants to know more about this, please feel free to let us know through mm-hmm. different resources. And so you can always email us at views615pod at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at views615pod. There you go, guys. So stay your, stay informed with everything that's going on there. And then um, is there anything that you want to add here? <sighs> no, I think... Well, I do want to add this. I just want to say, guys, please be careful um, out there, wherever, whatever state you live in. Just please be careful. Please be cautious of people around you, especially the elderly people. If you see elderly people, you know, that need help, just help them because they are the most affected by this virus. So just please be cautious. Help them out. Wear your mask. So you won't infect them, okay? Guys, again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, Please, again, send your thoughts and everything to us through email or our Instagram, our Twitter. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be it for us here on Views from the 615. Again, my name's Tanner. And my name is TJ. Thanks for listening, guys. We're out. Views from the 615, hosted by Tanner and TJ. Executive produced by Just Ben and also audio engineered by Summer. Thanks again for listening to Views from from the 615. 615.